script it kind of like a stand-up special, like, and then put this out on YouTube all edited. So it'll be, and then that'll be like our press for Hyperguap. Because we, uh, yeah. What deals did you guys invest in? Or did you uh, in Hyperguap too? Yeah, yeah. Testing, testing. That's that's pretty good, right? Hopefully we get this working. All right, everyone ready? Devin, we, how are we looking? Good? Dope. All right, so welcome everybody. Um, about a year ago, uh, I launched Hyperguap, crowdfunded VC firm, sort of a new way to do startup investing. Um, and I think we made some awesome progress. We've done some incredible deals, honestly, way beyond what I would have expected we could have done in a year, all because of you as well. So it's been an awesome community effort. Um, and so I thought this was the perfect moment. It was like, should I get a tech journalist to write about this? Like, do we get some press? Like, that all seems lame. Let's just do a video. Let's save up all our good news for tonight and show y'all what we've been up to. So. Since we started Hyperguap a year ago, and this is actually only in 2021, we've done, uh, we have 800 members. So we've expanded our syndicate, and this is just from one video. We had 800 people join who are accredited investors. I wish everybody could join, but that's what it is. And we've done six deals, and we've invested $17.7 million. So that's raised and deployed. So I think if you were starting a venture fund and you were like, in our first year, we're going to raise and deploy $17.7 million, that's pretty epic numbers. And even better than that are the deals that we're doing. So I'm going to get to that more in a second, though. But the story all starts with HyperChange. And this is, you, you all probably know this, but this is a little bit more for the YouTube video. Um, but I wanted to give a little background on why did I start a VC firm? How did we come up with this business model? What is HyperGuap? What are we doing differently? Um, and why am I, you know, I'm 28, we're launching a VC firm that's investing tens of millions. Like, how does this all make sense? So HyperChange, my YouTube channel, starts with covering Tesla. This is the 2017 shareholder meeting, obviously obsessed with Tesla, which was like investing in a startup at the time. They were burning a ton of money. They have this huge vision, and I start covering them on my YouTube channel. So fast forward to the Q1 2018 earnings call. This is a story maybe some of you know. So I'm covering Tesla on my YouTube channel, and everyone's like, you know, uh, this is Tesla earnings. The analysts are asking all these boring questions, and we're like, how can we fix this? How can we make it more interesting? Um, and so one of my subscribers is like, Gally, why don't you ask a question on the Tesla earnings call? Like, you have all these ideas, and I'm like, why not? Let's give it a shot. So we coordinate. I write this email that says, I'm a Tesla shareholder. Here's my name. Here's how many shares I have. Um, I want Galley to represent me on the Tesla earnings call. So we had 150 shareholders email into Tesla. And then the first thing that happens is I call up Tesla. I finally get on the phone with them because I've spammed the email of the invest relations person so much. So shout out to Martin. And he's like, there's no way you're getting on the call. Like, it's just not going to happen. This is ridiculous. You have 5,000 subscribers. Like, you're a nobody. I'm like, I know, but it was worth a shot. And so it was all good. Then I'm like, I'm still going to tweet at Elon, right? And so next thing you know, Elon Musk replies and says, OK, so that all happens. Go on the Tesla shareholder meeting, get on YouTube, or get on Bloomberg, all this you know, random stuff. And the press is like, Elon Musk went crazy. He asked questions from this YouTuber. And they all missed the really big story, which is we permanently changed earnings calls. And this was also my first ever startup investment, which is how we're going to tie it to HyperGwap. So um, there was a company called Say that hit me up after the Tesla earnings call and said, we're trying to democratize and give the retail investor a voice for companies and let them vote and you know, have power. And so it's not just these Wall Street analysts and institutions. So I was like, that sounds amazing. Let's team up. I have this idea to disrupt with what I did, taking crowdsource questions from my subscribers, but turn it into software. Think Twitter meets Reddit, and there's a way to upvote the top shareholder questions so we can democratize the earnings call. It's not just what some douchey analyst wants to ask. It's literally the most upvoted question with the most shares and giving these shareholders a voice. So I thought this was a really cool way to sort of transform earnings calls, partner with Say, 
And then at the time I said, okay, you want to pay me? Like, I'm going to introduce you to Tesla. This is actually a wireframe that I made the second I got out of the meeting and was like, this is what we're going to do. Send it to them. Um, they ended up, this is what it looks like today. This is actually the same thing that Tesla had their earnings today, funny enough. And this is what they used. And you know, Elon Musk and the team still takes questions from this platform. And now like a bunch of other companies like Coinbase use it. So now it's become a platform that gives shareholders access everywhere. And when I told Say, I was like, wait, I don't want to get paid in cash. I want to get paid in stock because I'm going to blow you up. We're going to change this. We're going to do this. We're going to launch it to more companies. We're going to give retail investors a voice and you're going to be a huge company. So we did that. I took my payment in stock and it wasn't, I didn't invest money, but I invested my time. And that was my first angel investment. Um, and then earlier this year, Robinhood's buy says for 140 million in cash. And so that was like my first sort of successful angel investment. So while this is all going on, um, a, a friend of mine named Neve, huge shout out to Neve. He was a hyperchange subscriber, an incredible VC. He even got a tattoo of a shrug emoji like right here on his wrist and then started this company called Shrug Capital off of a tweet, which is now one of the world's, I think, best VC firms. And so he calls me up and goes, Gally, you've got to do more startup investing. And I'm like, that's right. These are the most exciting companies. They're the most early on. Like This is where the risk reward's the highest. This is where the returns are the highest. And people think public and private markets are different. But the reality is you're buying equity in a company that you want to appreciate a lot. I think that's kind of the same thing. So I start angel investing. My first check was in a company called Adams, which we're going to talk more about in a sec. And then um, eventually I invested in SpaceX. And then my subscribers, all of you are like, Gally, what are you doing? Like, We could buy Tesla stock, but we can't buy SpaceX. And we're having major FOMO. And so I'm like, wow, I'm feeling guilty. Like It was so amazing that everyone could come along and invest in Tesla. But how can we create a way where you can come along and invest with me in these startup investment deals I'm doing? And unfortunately, you have to be an accredited investor, which is a huge roadblock. But that is how HyperGwap started. Is I was like, I want to, and you know, I'm talking to founders. I'm like begging them to give me $2,000 on their cap table. You know, I'll make a YouTube video. I'll do all this for you. Like, just ping your lawyers and give me the paperwork. It'll be worth it, I promise. And it's such a hurdle. But I was like, wait, if I team up with all of you, then maybe we can write a million dollar check. And maybe we're just as big as a VC firm. And we can do this crowdfunded YouTube VC firm to really change how the industry works. So, so fast forward a little bit on the VC industry today. The status quo. So when I started looking into this, VC companies charge two and 20. So 20% of the profits of every deal, but 2% management fee. That's all fine. Those are high fees. I don't think it's worth it. But the real problem with this is it's anonymized capital. When you're putting your money in a VC firm, um, it's just a bunch of money from all these people. And then they write a check to a startup. So the capital doesn't know what startup they're going to. The LPs in that VC fund don't know or probably care what startup they're investing in. So they're anonymized capital. I think this is a huge waste. And the pendulum is swinging from, uh, you know, VC firms having all the power, I mean, like, you got to meet with us. We want to see all these documents. We're going to be super slow to reply on email to wait. The best founders can raise money from who they want. They don't want to take anonymized capital. They want to take value add capital. They want people who actually give a shit about their company to be on their cap table. And so I thought, it was like, wait, we can build a, a product so that we get people who are stoked about companies to be on the cap table. This is better for founders. Um, and I think cooler people will be funding these companies and they'll be value add investors. So that's how we started HyperGwap. This is a year ago, launch video in my Tesla. I make a video and say we're going to start this VC firm. Um, and the model we're choosing is a syndicate. So it's not a fund. So even though we're a VC company, or that's what I say because you know we're, we're funding uh, startups, it's a syndicate. So what that means is it's a group of private investors. So you can go to hyperguap.com. You can apply. That's what all of you did. Um, you have to be an accredited investor, which kills me, but that's just the law. I hope we can change that one day. But we, now we have a group of those 800 plus people who we can show all the startup investment deals to. And 
this. I had to go through a bunch with my lawyers. I mean, to start a, uh, a VC channel that's launched on a YouTube, or a, U, a VC firm that's launched on a YouTube channel is kind of a totally new thing, right? And so we had to do all these new disclaimers, build a website um, to make sure that you were able to join our syndicate. And so that's what we did. And with each deal, we create what's called a special purpose vehicle. So we spin up an LLC. We make a new company for each deal. So it sounds complicated, but this is actually getting easier and easier with technology. We don't need lawyers to do it. We have software to do it. And we actually invested in that company called Carta. So every single deal we do is a one-off deal where we crowdfund. We, we say to our 800 plus members, Here's, I, I'm going to write this check for this startup. I'm the first money in, personally me. Like I invest in every deal. If you want to invest with me at the same terms, let's crowdfund this together and write a check to a company. So um, like I said, we moved 17.7 million. So, that's an average of like a couple million a deal. So these are actually, even though we're like a crowdfunded internet VC firm, we're able to write serious checks with this crowdfunded SPV model. So, and I think this is a really cool part. Aiden maybe put this in, but I think this is epic. Uh, the super LPs, this is one of our big value adds is that when, you, when we invest in your startup, you get people who are obsessed with your company. And I'll give more examples about this, but it's not that anonymized capital. It's people who like send us an email that's like, yo, we saw this deal you're doing. We think this is super cool. We believe in this company. We own their product. We want to be shareholders. We're going to tell all our friends about it. They're really super LPs. And I think that is the, that's the sort of investor that every founder should want. Um, and that's why it's resonating. So now we're going to get to the fun part, which is traction. I hope, is everyone doing OK? Yeah. OK. <laughs> Um, Carta, so this is our first deal. Um, it seems boring. They're going to tell you they do cap table management, uh, which I think sounds super boring. But what they really do, in my opinion, is private markets. They're building the NASDAQ for private markets, so essentially a way to exchange private equity. They keep a digital record of who owns stock in your startup. They have 20,000 plus startups, over a trillion dollars in market cap on this platform that the de facto go to. And they're eating all these other venture services like creating SPVs and all this other stuff. So they say software is eating the world. I think software is eating lawyers and accountants. And Card is the company that's building that software. So. There and the, you know our thesis here is invest in the future you believe in. So Carta's mission is create more owners. I think the biggest way that you can create wealth as a person is get equity in a company, right? So Carta makes it easy to get that equity, to give it to your employees, to trade that equity. And what's the coolest, most exciting part of this investment? Carta X. They're, the, Henry, their CEO, has been building this platform for ten years, over ten years, to. Um, and essentially, all of it is leading up to this. And I hate to use this analogy of an oil well, but it just is a good one, um, where Carta is sitting on 20,000 companies, a trillion dollars of market cap on private companies that can't be traded. So they're building this exchange to help trade that capital. And once all that happens, and they just take a tiny cut of that, I think that'll be a huge unlock. That means anybody can invest in a private company. Um, and so I think what they're doing has huge potential there. And they, they, uh, the, it's kind of meta, because their first ever company they listed on Carta X was Carta. And that's the deal we participated in. We actually used the Carta X platform to buy Carta. And fun fact, we invested over 10 million in this deal. We were the largest player in the entire deal, beating out companies like Andreessen Horowitz, and even though this was our first deal ever. Carta did not see that coming at all. But I think that's pretty epic, and I'm pretty proud of it. OK, Lightship. This, that was a $7 billion company. This is 
a thousand times smaller, pretty much. So we totally flipped the script, but I love what they're doing, electrifying the RV. This is something I'm super obsessed with. Like, why does nobody in our generation RV? Because they're loud, they're smelly, like you don't want to be burning fossil fuels while you're trying to enjoy nature. That makes no sense. So they, this is a Tesla engineers, they're like 27 years old. The founder, Ben, he's awesome. When I talked to him, he was RVing with his Tesla Model X, pulling some crappy trailer, testing the industry. I love that. And I just said, oh my god, I want this product. I can see myself traveling around the world in a light ship um, with Starlink attached to it, working from anywhere. This is how my generation is going to experience the outdoors, gain a new appreciation for the outdoors. RVing happens to be a half a million a year unit segment, multi-tens of billion dollar market. Nobody's focused on electrifying it. And I don't know, this just to me really hits home because I love nature. I want to experience it. And there isn't a product that does it. And Lightship's doing it. And the coolest thing about this, and they're actually hiring. So I don't know if you, all these companies are hiring, but especially Lightship, battery engineers, super early, San Francisco. Just wanted to give that a shout out. But um, there's solar panels on top. There's solar panels on top of that. There's solar panels on the roof. Imagine going to somewhere and letting your car and literally charging up, not just living, not just having internet, not getting hot showers, having your like bougie Airbnb in the middle of nowhere, but also charging and adding range at the same time. And I think that's the future. So what do we do for this deal? We capped the investment at 5,000. It was a 250K check. So we got 50 people with Cybertruck pre-orders or people who wanted to buy the light ship on this deal. So we basically got these super LPs um, and we've heard a bunch of cool stories like uh, Dylan was telling me they, they, they uh, interviewed him and they talked to the LPs and they were like, this is the product we want to build. How can you help us? So really cool. Love this company, but super, super early stage. This isn't coming out for like four years, right? Okay, deal number three, public. This is a really cool app. And when I met the founders, Yannick, uh, in New York, he's like, we're building this app, social investing, no trade minimum. Um, fractional shares, we're letting anybody buy $5 of any stock. This is going to democratize access to the public markets. Um, whoops. Whatever. <laughs> um, and, oh. Um, and so the app's called Matador. And I'm like, this is a horrible idea. It's never going to work. Robinhood is already doing this. Like, you want to build a way for people to follow other investors and see what they're doing? Like, I just don't think this is going to work. Fast forward a couple years later, they launch. They rebrand a public. They go from 4,000 users to a million users. They have all these people like Will Smith and Shaq doing their investment portfolios um, that you can follow on their, uh, on their app. And so they're totally changing the way all of this works um, and making it easy. And th their, their mission here to democratize the public markets and make it work for all people, like, they don't have order flow. They don't sell your order flow like Robinhood. Um, and this is what I think is so interesting about this from a business and investment perspective. Um, and we invested a little over a billion dollars. And just to put that in context, how much are the world's biggest social networks worth, right? Hundreds of uh, billions, maybe a trillion. But so what's so interesting about this is they're, the, I think, the world's first verified social network. Because to be on public, you have to put your social security in. They do uh, KYC customer verification. You own a brokerage account. So when you're posting on public about what you're doing, there's no Anonymous trolls. It's all in a, and this fosters, I think, a super amazing educational discussion where it's friendly. People are going to stand behind what they say, and so I think stealthily, public is building incredible stuff. You think about what they could do. If, oh, I follow my homie's portfolio. Let's click a button. I want to invest with him. Public takes a cut. He takes a cut. I mean, this could democratize ETFs and and hedge funds and all. Like the potential of this is crazy. I love the founders and I love the mission of just bringing investing to everyone and making it easy and accessible. So. Rainbow. This is by far the most oversubscribed deal we've ever had. 
Um, it kills me you couldn't get anybody in. And uh, we just, because we just didn't get much allocation. So Mike, that's on you. But, um, but anyway, so this, the way this starts is my, I meet my buddy Mike, and this is in 2018, at midnight at McCarran Park, because that's just when he meets. And he's like, yo, and he's the most knowledgeable crypto person I know. He's so into Ethereum. And this is like when Ethereum is really not cool. Like it's it's really weird to be talking about Ethereum. Like you don't want to be seen with crypto people at this at this stage. But um, but we're we're the two crypto nerds. So we're talking about it. And he goes, dude, I'm starting this company, uh, Robinhood meets Snapchat for Ethereum, and you're gonna be able to navigate the Ethereum metaverse. And I'm like, okay, if Ethereum blows up, I think this is gonna blow up. I'll write you a check. Um, that was at like a $6 million valuation. That was like with two employees back in 2018. Forget about it. Ethereum crashes. The company keeps building. So editing the video, got to throw this in there. I invest in Rainbow. I tell Mike I'm going to put in $3,000 and invest in Rainbow in the seed round. So stoked. Leave the meeting. Little does Mike know, I don't actually have $3,000. So I immediately call up my homie Jay Filchi, shout out to him, and say, yo, Julian, can you Venmo me two grand? Because I need an extra two grand. I just promised the homie I'm doing this startup investment. I'm not going to pay you any interest, but if this startup blows up, I'm going to get you like a nice dinner or something. So shout out. That is just a funny story behind the scenes of how that all happened. Next thing you know, they developed this incredible app. Ethereum bounces back. They're one of the leading wallets in the whole space. So you think about Ethereum, the world's second largest crypto asset, right? You got Bitcoin to send money. You have Ethereum, which you can code. And you can, you know, I say like the, the, the limit of Ethereum is the limit of human creativity in some way. Like whatever we can code to think and put on the blockchain, that's what'll be there. So incredible potential. It's worth 500 billion today. And so this is the way to navigate that network. And this is why I think this is so incredible. The blockchain's ugly, it sucks, it's hard, it's complicated. Rainbow makes it easy, simple, and fun to understand what's happening to move your money. And I think this is why they're the fulcrum security of the blockchain stack, is these wallets. Why is Coinbase worth 80 billion? They're just a fiat on-ramp and off-ramp because they own the consumer relationship. And so I, that's exactly what Rainbow does. And they're super small today. And I'm. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm going on a lot, a lot about these, but I love this company because the business model too, it's an app, it's software. Their competitor, MetaMask, like switched on these fees and was making like tens and tens of millions overnight, 100% margin just by swapping fees. So you think about the amount of margin that can be made the second that Rainbow flips the switch and turns it on and how high margin it is and how incredible of a business model this can be with 13 Navy SEAL elite coders in Brooklyn. I mean, this, I'm really excited about this. And I think this is actually a reason you should be excited about Ethereum because Ethereum sucks if we don't have ways to access it and trade the cool stuff happening on it. And that's what Rainbow is doing. So super pumped about that one. Adams, okay, there's only two more left. Adams. The sneaker company, this is what I'm wearing. So it was my first startup investment. And then fast forward three years later, uh, we invest in them uh, through HyperGwap. And so I t I've been trying, it took me a while to finesse that allocation actually, but I love Adams. I started out as a sneakerhead, and I think these shoes, okay, so you're like a sneaker company, like who cares? There's a million sneaker companies. What's so special about these? I think they're focused on something that no other sneaker company is focused on. What's Nike coming out with? Just new collabs, new colors of the same shoes. They're not innovating on the customer experience of walking. I think walking is the number one thing you want your shoes for. It's the number one thing you do with your shoes. And so these are optimized for walking. You slip them on and off. They're super comfortable. They come in quarter sizes. They fit you perfectly. They're super lightweight. Like you just feel like you're walking on a cloud. And I can't really describe it any other way than like for four years, Adams are the shoes I wear every single day. And I try Yeezys, I, I bought all the Yeezys, I was like, these are dope, they're the super boost, they, they're 400 bucks, they got the like squishy, 
not as comfy. They don't hold up as well. So I think Atoms is onto something huge, and I still think this is the beta version of what they're doing. It's the 000. They're updating it like software. When they come out the 001, I think that's going to be huge. And uh, the other thing they're doing, and once you buy Atoms, you're hooked on Atoms. This is in your Roto. This is in your wardrobe, right? And so <clears throat> what they're doing to introduce new people to it is really cool collabs. This is their latest collab with Bitcoin. They partner with Pomp, one of the leading Bitcoin influencers, send all these other Bitcoin influencers shoes. Not me. I don't know why. That was a mistake. <laughs> um, no, but. And, and but this way, they introduce new people to the brand. Like one of their other collabs is with Tan France from uh, Queer Eye. He was the style guy on Queer Eye. I mean, you couldn't get a more like you know top of the swag chain person, right? And he comes out with his first ever sneaker with Adams. So all of his fans all of a sudden say, "Wait, let's buy Adams." They try them. They realize how comfy they are. They're hooked on the brand. They're a repeat customer. So I think this way of doing collabs, which companies like Nike have pioneered, will really work for them. And I think they're going to triple down on this. I know they have some crazy stuff in the works that. I just, I'm so excited about. So, and we invested super cheap. Like, Albers just IPO'd. I think they're a $2.2 billion company with 10% growth, with 200 million in revenue, like 10 times price sales. Like, I just think the sneaker market, you can be a really big company if you succeed here. So I love what they're doing. And I love the founders too. They're, they're just amazing. Okay, I gotta, I gotta keep going though. Alt. Um, Alt is an exchange for alternative assets. And you might be like, this is pretty lame. It starts with sports cards, right? Like little pieces of paper, what, is, what are we doing? But sports cards, the founder of this company, Lior, I'll actually play a shout out from him, which I can't play now, but he was super nice and sent like a video. Hey everyone, this is Lior Avidar, founder and CEO of Alt. And I'm really excited to be on the journey with Gali and Hyperguap. At Alt, we're on a mission to be the financial institution for investing in alternative assets, starting with sports cards. We wanna bring the most value to the things you value the most. Stay tuned to what we're doing at Only Alt on Social and hear about some news and more future events. We're also hiring across all parts of the company right now and would love to talk to you about joining the team. Thanks. Um, he started trading sports cards with like 40 grand, turns it into 15 million, tries to buy a home, and they're like, hell no, we're not going to take your uh, sports card collection as collateral, right? And so he decides to start a company to, to fix it. And so this is what Alt is. And this is like the profile of a Patrick Mahomes card. Somebody's listing it for a million. They're saying it's worth 464000 This is what you can see it's done over time. And this is a much bigger thing of sports cards, which alone is like a $20 billion market. So I think they could be a huge company just doing this, securitizing and turning this into an institute asset class, but the idea of you can invest in your favorite sports players, that's all awesome. But what's even cooler about this is I think it's hitting on the trend of collectibles or art. And art is institutionalized. Collectibles are going to be institutionalized as a store of value. And I think this is a huge game-changing trend that Alt is on the forefront of with their Vault product. And I even made a video called Vault where I like pitched this kind of startup that was like Vault and then I didn't know they existed and then I found them and I was like, whoa, you can store, you send in your sneakers, you send in your baseball cards or whatever and you can, they'll store it for you and insure it for you and ship it and sell it for you. So this takes out the biggest pain point of collecting. You have to hold on to all this stuff. What's even bigger with that is I invested in these things called Unisocks, which were, I bought for 60 bucks. They hit $100,000 because they were the first tokenized, like tradable sort of uh, real good on the Ethereum blockchain, a piece of internet history. And I think Vault is going to be able to bring them to the masses because the 
problem of Unisox when I did these hats and I sold 420 of them. I was like, why don't I make this a token and let it be tradable on the Ethereum blockchain? Well, because I have to, in perpetuity, fulfill these hats. So now I'm liable for this massive problem. So Alt, they can be this third party which is able to fulfill all that. And so this idea of collectibles being tokenized on the blockchain is huge. They're going to start with sports cards. They're going to store all your stuff. I think they're going to expand to a bunch of crazy stuff. And the founder like is a collector himself. So I just love that. Um, Okay, what's next for HyperGwap? Those are our first six deals, 17.7 million deployed. What are we doing next? We got a bunch more deals. Actually, I'll cut this part of the video. So those are our kind of next deals that, that we're thinking of working on. But other than that, just keeping the, the wheel going. Like, we've got so many startups, um, and, and we just want to keep doing more deals. We're also thinking of launching a fund. And this is something I would, if you, any of you have like feedback or question or ideas or schemes on, we would love to hear it. Because at first I said VC funds suck, but I think we can fix a lot of what sucks with VC funds. Lower fees, we're way more founder friendly, and we can move the capital faster, we can deploy it quicker, um, and we also get paid with management fees. Because right now HyperGwap is, makes no money. We only get paid on carry, so we're just paying lawyers not getting paid. So, who know, you know, that's, the, <laughs> that's what it is. But, um, okay, lastly, we, this is what I think is super important. And I think HyperGwap is dope but I hate the fact that it's behind a paywall, that we can only have accredited investors. We're only making rich people richer, and I think that's super whack. That's against my, like, just everything. Um, and so I, one of my missions is to be able to change the accredited investor law, be a part of the companies doing that, and I think eventually we will be disrupted by software. The fact that you have to join a group, reply to an email, try and finesse to be an investor in a company, like, that's just ridiculous. And then we get to take 15 or 20% carry. Like, it just, that's not how it should work. It should be like, this is a company, this is why we're raising money. You click on how much you want to give them, you tell them what you're going to do for them. That's the future, that's where it's all headed. This business model is temporary, it's ephemeral, it's just a stepping stone. Like I think we're better than where VC was, we're here, but it's going towards zero fee, better investors, founder friendly, HyperGuap won't exist. So I just think that's super important. Startups, hit me up. That being said, we're ready to be disrupted, but if you are starting a startup, um, and you think we're a good fit, and you want super LPs, and you want to work with us, and kind of be on this new wave of VC companies, um, we want to hear from you. Um, up until this point, like I think I've approached every company. I beg them to let me invest, because I think they're so awesome. But we want to start opening this up and getting more startups applying to us. So if you're a startup that wants funding, um, hit us up. Okay, shout outs. Um, I got a couple shout outs to give. I gave one to Neve already. I think he's um, awesome. I wanted to give a shout out to Stoneway Cafe. This is where we're all, we all are tonight. And they've been the homies to let us uh, uh, set up here. So we should all buy drinks and tip super fat because I think that's how we can show our appreciation. Um, I know I'm doing that, but that would mean a lot to me. And shout out to Noah. Um, I don't know where Noah is, but he's somewhere. He helped set up this event too. So um, huge shout out to him. And um, obviously my dad, he's here, and my sister, shout out to them. But, um, and Aiden, I really wanted to give a big, the biggest shout out, really of all, of Aiden, because he has helped us. Um, like when HyperGwap was just me, I did the Carta deal, I could barely finish it. And then Aiden comes on, and we just jam in LA, and he's like, I've been doing this, um, like, I think I can help, I'm really passionate about it, and he's killed it, and he's done an amazing job. And a lot of your emails, when you're emailing, you're talking to Aiden. So, Thank you, Aiden. You know how much you've done, but I appreciate it. Um, and now we're going to have Aiden come up with that intro and give a couple words um, before we wrap things up and do a QA. and a Ellie, you're a legend, dude. Thank you so much for including me in the vlog. Um, I'm just going to keep this short, but I really think that we're disrupting venture capital, like getting a bunch of like-minded people together that want to invest in like a better future and like all kind of like see a world that is like different from the world that we're living in today. 
And I think by like coming together, like we're doing that. Um, so like the power of the internet and Gally to get his voice out there, and then like all of us to come together and like leverage that is the future of like this community and like what we can do. I think we're just getting started. I think we have a lot of exciting deals on the horizon. A lot of more members are going to join. Um, we're thinking about doing a fund. I just think that like this is just the beginning, and we're excited to do more of these events, get more people together, um, and just super stoked about what's going on here. So shout out to you guys. Okay, so do we have any uh, Q and A at all, or? Yeah. Yeah. When do we get our first Hyperglop NFT with like some utility or something? Hyperglop NFT. Um, I don't. What? What would? What should we do? Ooh, well, we are. We're actually thinking of doing even like charging for Hyperglop. So, uh, if we do that, we won't charge everyone who's in already. Like, it'll be like a monthly fee. But I like the idea of an NFT, like that's like a badge of your status in the community, sort of, or something like that. Or like, what deals you? Okay. Yeah. I just want we'll think on it. Yes. Okay. I love that. Yeah. We can we can make that happen. I feel like. Yeah. I'm wondering if you guys have. Um, I probably should have read more into this, but do you guys have like pro rata in any future terms uh, for any of the companies? No pro rata. Okay. Is that? Yeah. You have no pro rata. Yeah. That's a good question, though. Mark. Yeah, no. you, you mentioned a deal uh, just in passing where Andreessen Horowitz was surprised by you guys coming in with the amount of money that you, could you just give us a sense on these startups? I mean, there's so much, there is a lot of VC money out there, even if it needs to be disrupted. How do you, do you just come in and say, hey, we got more money than these other people are willing to put in? Or are you getting the participation that you're getting because of the relationships that you've cultivated? Yeah, no, that's a great question. question is, how does it work? vis-a-vis -vis the incumbent, powerful VC firms? Yeah, so I mean, most deals, the incumbent, powerful VCs are winning over us, for sure. But a lot of it, I think, is relationships. Like, I talk to the founders. Oh, actually, here, the best answer to your question is the YouTube channel, HyperChange. So what does a VC firm have, or what do we have that they don't? A YouTube channel with 150,000 subscribers who are really engaged, who trust us. It's an authentic relationship. And if I say I love your company and I can you know, like present it to my subscribers, that's a uh, you know, free, organic, authentic exposure for your company that a VC firm is just not going to be able to give you. So every VC firm is telling you they're a value add, but none of them are a value add. And I stopped telling my founders I'm a value add because it's just like that much pressure on everyone saying that. And that's how I started getting into this game is I was like, you're going to, you know, how do you convince a guy to let you do write a couple thousand dollar check and go through all the legal hoops? You say, I'm going to make a video about your company and it's going to be this amazing documentary and I'll put out that documentary first and then you're going to see how awesome it is. You'll see how many customers hit you up and then you You'll be like, wait, like, this is actually really cool. And so it takes a long time. And all of these companies were relationships that I had for years to develop. So I think that's part of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there any? There's only like one thing I would add is like Gally is like one of the most like founder friendly like VCs out there, and like he's gotten that feedback now like almost on every single deal that we've worked on. Just that like he develops a personal relationship. He like thinks it through and. The founders really respect that. And I think like on the pro rata rights thing, like Gally's like, I want this to be the most optimal for you. Like we're here to support you and do what's best for you as the founder trying to build something in the world. And I think founders, like that really resonates with them. Um, and that's something that like we're quick to move and we're here to help.
Yeah, I think that's great. Like, it's easier said than done, I think, to do that. Because, like, we're like, don't send us a monthly update, for example. Like, on a really early stage company, I won't, you can guess which one it was, but let's like, and then their VC is like, they're sending me all these really detailed monthly updates. I'm like, dude, you don't have anything to update me on. Like, get to work. Like, why are you like sending me this email like that I don't want to read? Like, and he's like, thank you for saying that, bro. Like, our other VCs are like so annoying, you know? And so it's just little things like that where it's like, we get, and HyperGwap's a startup. Like we're a scrappy startup. Hyperchange is a scrappy startup. Like we're, you know, we're we're in the founder shoes as well. So, yep. How do we help grow HyperWatch? Ooh, that's a good one. I don't know. You wanna? So this is something that Gavin and I were just talking about, but like, and it's kind of what I was saying like um, just a few minutes ago. Is like we have an awesome community of like so many smart people, um, and. We want to like get like everyone's a stakeholder in this. Like this is like HyperGlob Syndicate. Like this is the community. Like HyperGlob wouldn't exist if it wasn't for everyone involved. Um, and so just basically using Galley's voice on the internet to get a bunch of like-minded people together who like want to invest in a similar way. So we're all stakeholders in this, and we want to like try to find more creative ways to like get everyone involved, get more people involved in the Syndicate, bring startups. Like that's what we're trying to do. Um, so like that's like. I think that's something that we're actively thinking through, whether that's like a hyperglock chat, um, whether that's a way to like put like a referral name for someone so we can track about who's referring their friends um, and then like keep track of that. And if you hit a certain number, we can like do something um, that like aligns incentives. Um, but we're like constantly thinking about like different ways to just like, like, like everyone's a stakeholder, so. Yeah, actually, and I have a good way you can make us look good, which is when we invest in a company, like hit them up and be like, yo, I bought your product. I invested through HyperGwap. Like let them know and be like, I want to help. And they usually want to help. Like Lightship, they're doing customer interviews. Alt, we just uh, sent a memo out to all the LPs and we're like, there's a power user group that gets early access to all these awesome features that they want feedback on. Um, and then we you know, fast forward a, a couple dozen of those names to them and it's a huge win-win. So I think getting involved in the companies once you make the investment and like, um, yeah, that just is huge. Okay, yep. Uh, if we have like deal flow, like just from startups and like people that we know, like what's the path for like bringing that? Like what's what, what kind of like deal size are we looking for? Like what's the, what's the parameters if I have a friend that's trying to raise some money? Uh, how do I think about that? Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say any anything about deal size, but it's just gotta be really good. Like, you know, HyperWAP, right? We're super picky. Like, it's, I trust you if you're HyperWAP member, right? But it's gotta like, the, the cream of the crop of your deals doesn't really matter the size and we're open to like sharing carry. That's something we haven't done, but I would definitely be open. It's like if you're coming to source us deals, like this is actually an idea I have to grow the thing. It's like, let's incentivize you to start bringing us the best deals and saying you can get carry in those, like we'll give you some of our carry. So um, yeah, but yeah, we're re if you have deals, like definitely let us know. All right, I think that's it. And now we can just hit the bar. And yeah, everyone tip, tip big. But um, thank you so much for coming, everybody, and for everyone in HyperGwap, because this has been a huge community thing. And it's not, you know, we invested a little bit, but definitely not 17.7 .7 million. It was all you all, you all um, have been a part of this epic change and disruption. So seriously, thank you. I got heels. heels. I'm wearing heels. This is not in real life. Okay, everybody. First off, Gally, thank you so much for having me here. Now, I have a few questions for you today. Number one, 
After investing in Tesla in 2013, Bitcoin in 2014, and Ethereum shortly thereafter, and now doing some of the best startup deals in the VC world, how do you translate knowledge and skills to these different verticals? From public markets to crypto to startups, it's almost unprecedented to do it all. What's your secret? Breezy, thank you so much. I appreciate the question. I mean, first of all, that's way too nice of you, but I will say, Everyone thinks they're different, but they're actually the same. When you're investing in companies, you want to think long term. You want to think about the disruption. You want to find an owner, operator, founder. You know, a lot of these fundamentals are the same across asset classes. And so I think that's a big misconception. And so as much as, you know, finding Elon Musk, seeing how disruptive he was, seeing how every car in the street wasn't electric, Bitcoin, founded by this anonymous founder, all the smartest people in the world working on it, seeing how money is literally paper today. You know, all of these things ripe for big disruptions, huge bold bets, changing incumbent industries. Now we see the same thing with startups. We're betting on founders who give a shit. Um, so I think even though these things get different, that's a huge misconception in the financial markets. The truth is you should be able to translate your investing knowledge to all of these different verticals. And that's what we're trying to bring uh, with HyperChange. Awesome. Thank you. You catch that, everybody? Okay. Last question here. Any advice for young investors like myself who maybe don't have a big brother who's a crypto genius? So, yes, your hustle is the limit of your potential. So I love that. Yeah. So the hashtag that hashtag that. So the Internet has democratized access to knowledge and education. Literally, you can go out there and find it. You can find a YouTube channel who's nerding out about Tesla. You can find people 10 times smarter than you about crypto. You can find all you can listen to the smartest entrepreneurs in the world. Elon Musk, Jack Dorsey, uh, whoever you want to uh, you follow. There have talks on the Internet. You can go learn from them. So I think that's super awesome. And putting your own money to work. Start with real money. Open an account. Put a couple hundred bucks in. Put five bucks in. Put money you know you can lose start learning start playing the game don't look for a quick buck invest in things because you believe in them um, because you think there's gonna be a big disruption not just because your homie told you it's gonna be dope and really think about where invest in the future you believe in that's what I tell everybody where do you think the future is going uh, what things do you believe in that other people's don't bet on those bet big um, and and kind of, it sounds lame but I think you got to follow your heart trust yourself right yes okay thank you thanks so much Gally. Gally from hyperchange thanks for having me you're welcome Bree, you killed it! Love you.